You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. And Brady drops it back five, and he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He passes over the middle. Oh, wait, this isn't the Patriots Radio Network. This is the most valuable podcast, MVP. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football. 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 Tennis. Hockey. I don't know. That was great. I, I really thought I heard the Patriots radio broadcast there in my headset yeah. for a couple of seconds. I'm, I'm sorry to everybody. Um, apparently, we just don't know how to change channels uh, on this. Uh, so it's a very controversial thing. We'll be speaking with the league, who I'm sure will do absolutely yes, nothing about they'll it. They'll do nothing. That's right. So uh, welcome, everybody, to the most valuable think podcast. think we have it fixed. Think yeah, I, th- I think we're good. If you can hear us and not a radio play-by-play you probably clicked on the wrong link when yes. you were in iTunes. Yeah, so that's what it was. And so. if you do hear a radio play-by-play, uh, tell us what's happening. Yeah, really, because tell, tell us what's happening <laughs> what retroactively. Are you Who's mean, in this game? <laughs> what sport is it? Because if you're listening to this on a Monday afternoon and you're listening to radio play-by-play, <laughs> we'd love to know what sport you're listening to. This is the Most Valuable Podcast MVP on the Next Wave Radio Network. I'm Matt, and of course, sitting over here in his uh, Laurinaitis Jr. jersey over here. <laughs> no Jr. No, no I know. I'm just saying the kid Laurinaitis. Animal Jr. That's what I mean. Yeah. Kid Laurinaitis. That'd be a good I name. I wore this thing it. to church today. <laughs> <laughs> Wife was none too So please. did the Rams. <laughs> I'm not saying it helped, but I'm not saying it didn't help. <laughs> this is Danny over here. It's fantastic to have you all along with us. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at MVP Next Wave, and of course, uh, follow along all the great shows on the Next Wave Radio Network at nextwave-radio.com. Danny, it's week one. It's week, week one. And what a glorious week it is for a, a lot weekend. of people. Um, you know, I, I tried to watch. Sunday, anyway. It has been, you know, it's it's been a lot of interesting games and stuff. Wasn't a fan of Thursday stuff. outcome. Didn't watch much of it, but yeah, I don't know how many people were actually paying attention to the outcome so much as they were to all the drama, which is kind of unfortunate. But then again, that's the story of the NFL, right. isn't it? Like, who cares about the results? The we want to know what the hell, week. right? And of all the weeks to do it, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just right out of the gate. If <laughs> you're gonna be the Patriots and you're going to have this kind of controversy, kind of thing happen. I mean, wait. <laughs> Give it like a couple of weeks, maybe, right? Because the whole headset you thing, right? And of course, so everyone that's not familiar, of course, what happened is that uh, the the Steelers, for I guess a good majority, first quarter, of the, I think. I heard first half of the game. Like it was the first half. Yeah, so a lot longer in the first quarter. So the Steelers ended up instead of hearing each other heard the Patriots radio broadcast through their headsets now of course what's supposed to happen when you do that you're supposed to tell the official so you would think the controversy is that the headsets were playing the Patriots radio network no the controversy at least on my end is that apparently whenever the refs would get close to the Steelers sideline the Patriots radio broadcast would drop out (laughs) and so they'd be like I guess nothing's wrong then the refs would walk away and the radio broadcast would pick right back up again. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me with this? Yeah. Are you kidding me? What? Who? I mean, there's no way to determine how accurate that really is, but like, it's just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not going to make that up, right? Yeah. You, and the coach isn't going to say anything after the game about it if it like legitimately, if there legitimately weren't problems. Well, sure. And of course, people asking Belichick about it, and Belichick's like, yeah, that happens, you know. A lot here, a lot of times. 
I'm like, okay, because he's going to say differently. Yeah, he's going to tell you guys, <laughs> yeah, well, we usually mess with the other team's headsets. That's actually a goal. That's a game plan. We, yeah. we conversed We thought it was that. common knowledge by this point, so... Well, it is now. It is now. Yeah. But what's stupid, what what's silly to me is that he did say this happens a lot. And <laughs> it's like, okay, so now Tomlin's the only coach that has ever noticed this and decided to come forward with it. Just in the, So it's like fishy on so many fronts, Danny. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I saw a bunch of things where other anonymous people yeah, who, anonymous. Who, who have coached at, you know, what is it, Gillette. Yeah. We're saying, yeah, it's... Every time we're there, like, they're the only place we have problems. So how is it? <laughs> so like, why hasn't no. anyone said anything here? Or right. Anything like that? It's like, this is the only year where somebody says it on, uh, like, the year of Deflategate. Like, that does, I don't understand that. Like, everyone's just had enough. I think so, too. But, like, you know, as, as much as, as much as we like to, you know, give in to controversy and all that good stuff, and the fact that the Patriots have been kind of embroiled in it for you know, since the season ended, right? Yeah. Um, isn't it just still, like, ridiculous that, that nobody else had said that before? Right. So, I mean, is this is this one of those where you kind of poo-poo on the Patriots, or is this where you you kind of say, all right, Pittsburgh, shut up. If everybody's doing Yeah, I don't know, because if know? it's been <laughs> happening for that long, it's just like, okay, well, why are you saying it now? Just because you just kind of like the deflated balls. Point. Right? Yeah. You know, deflated balls, uh, uh, foreign substances on hands of pitchers. It's like if everybody's doing it, well, why are you bringing it up Well, now? then the report that came out Monday that said, you know, the Patriots had, you know, 40 games of film where they were filming the other team's signals and yeah. just immediately Goodell had them destroyed. Right. <laughs> and that's... Like, if you've been sitting on it for that long, you know. Then I, I mean, that, it, the rumors have been out there forever now, but. Yeah, and if it's taken you that long to realize that, I guess I guess nobody re- else really gives yeah. a damn. I would assume people have tried, have said something, and just nothing came of it. Or depending on, you, I, I, I would say people had spot complaints. Sure. Throughout the years, and it was just like nothing. They didn't do anything about it just because it was like, eh, one team. One team this at once, and we're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. All right, so does this mean then that the the eye of the league, and I hate saying the eye of the league because the league itself has proved to be a completely inefficient oh, source of power. So the league, or I guess the public eye, whatever good that's going to do, is that going to be closer on the Patriots now after two really weird yeah, scandals? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, that, you're gonna, I mean, you're going to nitpick every little thing right. that they do. You know, Roethlisberger came out and said they were, you know, breaking unwritten rules out there on the field. It's like, Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, of course, we in baseball have that a lot with yeah. the <laughs> with the unwritten rules. Thing. It's like, well, you broke them. It's like, well, where is that written down? Well, it's not. Uh, okay. But it's weird, right? It's and, and, weird. and you know, you look at something, and, of course, me bringing the baseball parallel back into it, you look at Clay Buckles, right? Absolutely dominant until somebody pointed out, maybe you've got something on your wrist there that you're using, like, he hasn't. When was the last time you heard Clay Buckholz was yeah, having a good game? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard I haven't. it all season. So whether that means Clay Buckholz really did have shit on his arm, or it was just a weird coincidence, I mean, people's eyes were yeah. closer on that kind of thing. When uh, Pineda's had one good game this year, yeah, he had like one what thirteen strikeout game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he had one fantastic game <laughs> where it was like, that oh, was this the, is the that was we the one for. game he felt like he could get away with it and did it. And yeah. I'm, yeah, so you know, I'm not going to accuse him of it, but you know, no, of course not. But this also brings to light the question of what else? What else are the Patriots doing that they're cheating yeah. at? You know, I mean, you've got the 
You've got deflated balls. You've got uh, play play stealing, right? Yeah. Play, signal, play stealing, signal, signal stealing, stealing, filming filming practices illegally, right? And then also, uh, you know, this most recent one with the messing with the headsets thing, like, hey, just that that's that's silly to me. And people come to the defense of the Patriots with this one, saying like, well, it's the NFL that you know issues the headsets it's not the patriots headsets or anything like that i'm like sure yeah sure the nfl controls the airwaves that are yeah, right around they there. uh they they control what volume you guys speak to each other at yeah so it's oh hey that uh, another week just tinged with controversy and tinged with something that should be done or, or something that the league should take action against but nothing's yeah. gonna happen with you know um so yeah moving on so patriots win that one uh, Tomlin really doesn't want to talk about anything, you no. know. Um, not that I guess I can blame him or anything. Yeah, um, be interesting to see how the next Patriots home game goes, though. Yeah. Who are they playing? Do you know? I have no I idea. I have no idea yeah. who they're playing. I don't know their schedule. What? Why not? Yeah, I don't kidding. know. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, the next game the Patriots play at home, I guarantee is going to be under the watchful eye of, I guess, the United States of yes. America because this is a football country. Yes. Uh, moving on then, I guess, to the rest of the games for today. Um, <laughs> one of the questions I knew I was going to ask you was uh, if if the Jets beat the – because the Jets play face the Browns, right? If the Jets yeah. beat the Browns, is that really an upset? <laughs> like, <laughs> would that know. be an upset either way? Yeah, or is it just like hey, – or is that vice a – Vice versa. Nobody cares. Um, no, it, it seems to be more of a day of upsets, Upsets, I think, um, including, and I'll go ahead and turn over the mic to you, uh, your St. Louis Rams yeah. beating Seattle in overtime. I guess some people would consider it an upset. I knew all along. <laughs> you, you had full confidence. No, I, I marked this week down as a loss, but yeah, it was very, very exciting. Uh, it probably shouldn't have gone to overtime. Right. They should have beaten them in regular time. But. Sure, sure. They, they decided to give the lead away there for a little bit. You got to make it dramatic. And then make it fun for week one. That's right. You got to bring the fans along on this wonderful ride. <laughs> and reverse misfortune for Pete Carroll. He he, he could have run it on fourth and one Oops. like he should have done. Oops. Or that's what he did do this time, and it didn't work when right. he could have passed. I wonder if he comes out, or if wonder if he came out in the postgame media session and been like, see, <laughs> I knew what I was doing. And they had that failed whatever that was, onside kick. Yeah, yeah it was put them in, weird. Put the Rams in field goal position. Sure. Um, other upsets, a Buffalo winning? Yeah, Buffalo winning <laughs> upset me. That was – because <laughs> Well, not – so upset you versus upset well, what was supposed to happen. Andrew but, Luck is my quarterback. Right, no And kidding, then I had so. Percy Harvin on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happens, right? It was an upset twice for for the, the culture upset, and so was I. Mm-hmm. As um, in emotions. Yeah, I, I think that came out of nowhere for a lot of people. Where the where the Bills uh, upset the upset the Colts, um, something that wasn't an upset, but I mean was a lot closer, and I think people expected it to be was the Chicago Green Bay game. Yeah, um, and we go to our producer Jeff, who's got some opinions. <laughs> yeah, he's shaking his head pretty hardcore. <laughs> Jeff, what happened there? Cutler sucks. Yeah, and I think yeah. there were a lot of people that understood that. Breaking sure. news. <laughs> yeah, Cutler <laughs> sucks. I, you know, Jeff, I. I don't know how closely you followed this whole football kind of thing, but it, that's not that's not really breaking news. <laughs> They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I there's not much else to say about that, yeah. I guess. But uh, but I mean, you know, they they again they I think they got a lot closer, and I think most people 
thought they were going to. Uh, oh, 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 man. Hold on. Oh, He's gosh. Got, wait, do, are you sure? Can you do a mic test on do this? We need, do we need to push <laughs> the sure? mic hold back? On. And just okay, hold talk. on. No, well, the reason why it was close as it was was because the the Packers allowed it to be that close because of all the penalties. Right. Is there was like <clears> one drive where the Bears only got first downs uh, on certain plays because the Packers – because they were able to get the Packers to jump off sides. Mm-hmm. And they, they did that really well. But everything else they did, well, and they gave the ball the forte. That was also a really smart move. Everything else was bad decisions. Sure. So, yeah. So, really, I think it's the Packers getting into the groove of things is what allowed it to be such a close game. Is if it was a team that wasn't as jittery, yeah. I think it would have been a bigger blowout. But they got – you saw the fourth quarter. They got they got, they got got their stuff together. They did. And the, that's when the Packers just took over. So, Very good. Yeah. Okay. This Chicago Bears take has been brought to you by. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have sponsors. Somebody work on that. Um, <laughs> well, what else happened today? Let's no, see. We're uh, not sponsored by Quinn. Oh, no. You're not. No, no. Um, you know, you pick a soda, you stick to it. Maybe we can. Yep. <laughs> sponsored by Not Your Father's Root Beer, which is very dangerous, dangerous <laughs> substance. I'm just saying. Um,. Arizona, New Orleans is going on right now. Uh, also, Denver, Baltimore is going on. Denver, right now. Baltimore, it was, San Diego. It was six to three when I left the house. So right. I was going. Uh, San- Denver, San Diego became a good game. Yeah. Detroit was up twenty-one to three. Detroit, oh, no, no, Detroit, San Diego, right? You said Denver. No, Denver. Yeah, Detroit, San Diego. Detroit, San Diego, were, right? Detroit was up twenty-one three, I think. And then when I got here, it was. Well, I mean, the first play of the game, right? The first play yeah. of the game was a return for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that's. What a way for the Detroit to start their season off, you know. Right. So, be wary of strong starts. Those the Kansas City Chiefs will tell you, but yeah. uh, um, plenty of people can tell you. Yeah, no kidding. I think the uh, Cardinals was it? I think it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was last year. I don't remember. No, it was two years ago. Yeah, because the Cardinals were good last year. Yeah, uh, they started off four and zero and then went four and twelve. Right. Season, well, like I said, so. the the Chiefs. It was last year. They started off what not six and zero, seven and zero. I think they went undefeated for a good long while, yeah, and then and they, tanked. Yeah. Um, going back to that Browns game, I, I know everybody uh, was super excited, I guess would be the right word, when Dalton went down and then uh, Johnny Johnny Football ended up having to come into the game. McCown. Huh? McCown went down. Oh, McCown. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the, Dalton is playing right now. Right. Uh, I get the weird orangey yeah. colors. The bad orange with the brand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so McCown goes down and then... Um, Johnny Football ends up coming in the game, and he you know, throws, throws a, a fifty-four yard touchdown. Right, and everybody gets like, "Oh my god, it's here! the The coming of Johnny Football is here!" And then he like what turns it over four times? <laughs> is that what it is? So it's just like mm. <laughs> more like Johnny Fumball. Oh, see what I did there? Oh my gosh, you should have put the sunglasses on for that. I'm so disappointed that you actually get those. <laughs> more like Johnny can't handle the football. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, is that trademarked? Are we getting in trouble for that? No, nah. it's less than thirty seconds. We're okay. We're okay. It's all We're good. good. <laughs> Falls under parody. Yeah, yes, parody. satire. That's what it is. It's good. Yeah, we're 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 clean, good fun for that. Uh, what else happened? What well, else? By happened the way, the Browns uniforms are just terrible. Really? Because I thought they were a nice, <laughs> good contrast. I mean, they were throwback. Right, those aren't they, throwback. They look, those are their official uniforms. No, I know, now. but I mean, they kind of look like they have that throwback feeling to them. The old. Brown with the Ugh. orange stripe. No, no, okay. and the 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 Cleveland all the way across the chest. Is that not a good thing? No, no, it's okay. hideous looking. And they have brown. It says the word Browns on their pants. 
Because we didn't does know. That. Well, I mean, yeah. what is a brown? I mean, I so you UPS. So there you go, right? You can't call them the Cleveland UPS. Yes. So they are the equivalent uh, to Browns running down your pants. Though, oh so. wow! Put those back on. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. That was good. Um. God, there was another game that ended up that happened earlier on today. And there's a couple. Uh, Miami, Washington happened. Yeah, I think Miami won. Uh, Sue is still a douche. <laughs> he ripped a dude's of helmet he off, and then he's thumbing some dude in the eye. So he's really, re- you know, nothing. The big nothing's heel changed. And, right. He's so. just got money now. No kidding. Um. Jack or Carolina Jacksonville. That was what it was. was Carolina it? Carolina won that, didn't they? Yeah, it was like twenty to nine. Or so was that like an upside too? Then I mean, no, those are both pretty. Yeah, I mean, Carolina is still considered the favorite right? for that division. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, and then of course, so we got uh, the Sunday night football game that we'll look forward to tonight. Then you know yeah. that's going to be the big one: Cowboys and Giants. Um, which, by the way, Fox really did a number on me while I was watching at a at a bar because they were going over the matchups for next week, and I, you know the lettering for next week was very small and I was like what Cowboys at Eagles tonight that's not that's not the Sunday night football <laughs> matchup that's weird um but so for the like I guess for two weeks in a row the Cowboys are going to be featured on, on national television fantastic for them of course and is that's it my, is it it's Sunday night again or I think so America's game of the week that's uh that's probably like three and then oh that's I a three o'clock, three game. o'clock that's right yeah, yeah 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 that's right okay it was. I just remember looking down. and It was the last one in the marquee. Yeah. I was like, oh, "It's the last game." No. Yeah, that means they're three o'clock. Three o'clock game Fox. then, right? So, um, Which so but that, the eagle, the first Eagles games usually Monday night football. But who, who is it tomorrow night then? It's Philly and someone. That's why they have Philly on there tomorrow. Oh, uh, okay. I forget who they're playing though. Right. Some team. Okay, I don't care. There it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Cowboys and Giants tonight. I think Cowboys. You know. I think there's a lot Take of people. It easily. So you say easily. And I don't know. I mean, a lot these, of people these games, though, these games with, yeah, with the Giants always end I'll up. Tell you that. Right. And there's a lot of people that have been saying, like, uh, you know, the whole contract signing for Eli was the absolute best thing that could have happened for the, for the Cowboys because something about distractions or, you know, but I'm not sure that uh, – that football players respond to big contracts like that in the same way that I guess baseball players would, you know, because you you know you've seen baseball players get signed to those big contracts, those big extensions or whatever, and then they spent those first few months trying to either live up to the potential of it, you know, that's that's usually what it is. They're trying too hard. Um, whereas, like football players, I guess you could say they're just like, okay, cool, I got the money, and then they end up not trying yeah. hard enough. Um, it's and that's not always the case with you know football players but like i just don't know a how lot it. of the time when they get that big contract that you, you you don't hear from them as much yeah i'm just saying like i don't think eli is going to be a big problem with that whole contract signing oh, yeah. thing i don't think that's necessarily a valid uh, well he has to give all his money to his mother so <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses again all right um cuz he's dumb there it is but yeah i'm just not sure that the you know the whole Contracts. I mean, sure, that'll be a focal point for, I guess, the play-by-play crew and the fact that Eli just signed this yeah. massive contract extension with the Giants. Um, but I, I think it's actually going to be a pretty close game tonight. Um, I mean, it might be like, I don't think their O line is very good, mm-hmm. so Eli's not going to get any protection. Therefore, he's not going to be able to throw to his elite receivers. Sure, because he's got Beckham, he's got Victor Cruz. 
you haven't heard much from Victor Cruz. I th- actually think he got injured last year. Yeah. But if you can't throw the ball to him, I thought I heard something about Victor Cruz wasn't going to be wasn't going to be playing tonight. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Yeah. I, I heard I heard somebody saying like they won't be facing. The so that means all they have is Beckham, like then, and he's going to be double covered probably. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just don't think the Giants upgraded that much after since last season. Yeah, they didn't make a whole lot of uh, noise or a whole lot of splashes uh, in this. In this off season, minus a signing, of course, but that only happened recently. Yeah, that was, was that this week? It's like Thursday. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> the day the season started, yep. as it were. So, um, yeah, I I still think it might end up being more of a close game, um, mostly because I I don't believe when people say that there's going to be a blowout one way or another when it comes yeah. to the Cowboys and Giants. They always end up having these yeah. kind of dramatic games. That's true. And um, even if it even if it starts as a blowout, it it always become it becomes a game with these two. Yeah. Yeah, um, agreed entirely. Um, you know, it's funny, so we're broadcasting on Periscope right here, and I downloaded the NFL app to be able to look at the scores and stuff like that, and then yeah. I realized my phone is actually the one using the Periscope app, so I, that was a really <laughs> dumb move to actually check the <laughs> use the Well, NFL luckily, the I have stuff. my yeah. own cell phone, I know, too, it's a <laughs> Um But I'm trying to think of any other kind of newsworthy things that happened on throughout today. Uh, oh, the... the uh one going on right now, the first time the is this number one overall pick faces the number two overall pick. See? Tampa Bay and Tennessee. Stories. Oh, that's right, Jameis. 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 He's not the story of that game. The crab man, I know. but uh, <laughs> so his, his first pass was an interception. Oh, and right. Marcus Mariota has just went off. Yeah. Uh, he, had four te- he had four touchdowns in the first half. I don't know what the stats are now. I can't – they're not pulling up. But I always think it's – it's uh, it's interesting to watch when kind of the highly touted guys have those career games that early on yeah. because that kind of sets the standard and the precedence for them for the entire right. season. People are like, well, you had that four-touchdown game the first week of the season, um, and then they ultimately just don't live yeah. up to the to the hype of the whole thing, which is kind of it's detrimental It's just funny because the game is in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. so the Tampa Bay owners have to be sitting there watching Marcus Mario to do this and be like, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I hope this is just a fluke. Right. Um, but Jameis did not look good from what the little bit I saw of it. And that whole highly touted thing, man. Yeah. Whole lot of hype, whole lot of nothing. He's, I mean, I never thought he was it's like Johnny good. Football. I never thought know? he was I that mean, good to begin with, you know? Right. I at least thought Johnny Football was good in college. Like, mm-hmm. I watched Jameis in college, and I was like, I, I don't get it. And yeah. he won a Heisman. Just <laughs> but how often is it that, you know, the, the ones that are – not necessarily the best in college end up translating to better in the NFL yep. or vice versa. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's that Heisman curse as it were, you know, and then the ones that win the Heisman end up not doing the right. absolute best in the NFL. <coughs> uh, um, yeah. That did not take nearly as long as I thought <laughs> it was that whole NFL talk and all that good stuff. Um, well, we killed some time. We did. I mean, like, I know we still got some games going Kansas on. Kansas city beat Houston so. today, by the way, that was the other one. Texans lost. Yeah. Yep. J.J. Watt made a helmetless sack. I'll let you sit on that one for a minute. No, that's okay. <laughs> I don't want to sit on his helmetless sack. That's all right. That's, uh, and that was the story out of that game, even though they lost. Everyone's talking about J.J. Watt making a sack and losing his helmet on the same play. Jeez. Like, that's the on. story out yeah. of that? Because Houston, because Brian Hoyer, Hoyer was Houston's starter. Right. And he was benched <laughs> for Ryan Mallett. Nobody and everyone's just talking about the, the the sack from Watt. 
because nobody wants to talk about the backup QB. Yes. All right. It's, by the way, tomorrow is Philly and Atlanta for the 6 o'clock game. Oh, okay. And Minnesota-San Francisco at the 9 o'clock game. Oh, that's right. They do two. They do two games first week. That's season. great. I was wondering why I hadn't heard Adrian Peterson's name today. Yeah. Uh, okay. Supposedly everyone thinks he's going to be just as good as he was. I just I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, you take a year off. You I mean you can train and train and train, but yeah, that 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 takes He you wasn't a while. allowed at the Vikings facilities. That's so, rough. I mean, Wait, what what's the story with that? How do I know? I don't do know. I know. Oh, okay. He just wasn't allowed I there. I don't think was? he was allowed to train there. Oh, I don't okay. know. I mean, I know he was, he was dealing in, with court stuff. Right, and probably with the controversy and all that good stuff. I just didn't know I that mean, that I was just, a, You take a year off in football. I mean, I don't know what. Sure. Like, he went number one overall in our fa- my, our fantasy draft. And I was like, <laughs> take him. Good luck. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, what, I mean that'll obviously be one of the bigger stories that yeah. ends up being there. Again, another off-the-field issue with the NFL right. being kind of at the forefront, sadly. Um yeah, two good matches tomorrow night that'll yeah. captivate America. Maybe I don't think San Francisco is supposed to be good this year. No, you just yeah. think I, they'll be last you think place. It's just going to be they'll the story. be last place in the West. Yeah, you just think it's just going to be the storyline that that ends up being the big Maybe. part of it. We'll see who quits the, the Niners this week. Mm-hmm. They had like four players retire in the offseason just because they didn't want to play for the Niners anymore. God, that's sad. Because they didn't. Because they all loved Harbaugh. Sure. There's like, oh, he's not our coach. I don't want to be here. I can, I'm trying to think if there's any other like situation or instance where that's happened. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like where, like in any sport, where the manager either gets canned or leaves, and then the players are just like, ah, you know, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen, I guess. So I'm much. I'm sure in, it has. I just, I guess not as high profile. I mean, the Harbaugh's were big deals, yeah. as it were. So that's but it was like it was like one player a week almost. Sure. Like, oh, this player from the Niners retires. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, there's a trend here. <laughs> um, so, okay, I guess we'll we'll change gears here a little bit if anything else football-related ends up coming up. But since we're on the topic of management changes and such, we'll, we can move on to a couple of baseball things Let's that are happening, right? Um, so on a more surprising front, well, there's, there's two things that happen management-wise of baseball, one surprising, one not so surprising. Uh, the not surprising one is the Phillies firing Ruben Amaro Jr., that, I, that was kind of surprising to me just because I thought it was never going to happen. I was like, okay, they haven't, they have, they haven't done it by now. It's never happening. Fair enough. It's one of those kind of like the story of the last few years for them. They should have made moves. Yeah. They should have done it, and it should have been sooner. Uh, but they fired him some point this week. Or rather, so they didn't They didn't say they fired him. They said they were not going to renew his contract effective immediately, <laughs> which, which means he can leave and we're not going to stop him. Right. Because <laughs> what else does he have to do the rest of the season, honestly? So you bring that up, right? You bring up the fact that R.A.J. does not have to, he, like, he's got nothing to, no stake at all in the rest of the season, the next three weeks. Meanwhile, you go a few miles to the west, and you go a little bit north, you go to Detroit. And word leaks out. This wasn't an official statement. It yeah. got leaked out. That manager Brad Osmus, he was not going to be asked to come back next year. But <laughs> here's where it gets tricky. <laughs> tricky is not the right word there. Um, here's where it gets a little bit messy. It does. Messy is a very good word for this. Brad Osmus gets told, you're not coming back next year. Go ahead and finish out the rest of the year, though. <laughs> it's like, well, you just... Excuse me? Yeah. So now you've told a guy... 
we're going to fire you. Uh, but we want you to work for another three weeks. How do you feel about that? That's That's got to be the worst thing that you can tell a human being right. with a job. That you're not going to be bringing him back. Uh, you'll be on the streets when this year, say, this season is over. But we need you to finish and look like you care. Yeah. Uh, we're firing you in three weeks, uh, but keep doing your job as if that's not happening. Yeah. That, I don't, that can't, that can't happen. No. Like, if I'm Brad Osmus, I'm just like, uh, cool. Call up all the scraps from, that are on the 40-man roster and screw it, I'm not playing anybody. That's right. Like, I go there, I say, yeah, uh, here's the batting order. Uh, I kind of just flipped coins and decided who was going to hit where. Uh, and, sure, pitching change right now? Mm, why not? Miggy, I got wings. Make you go pitch. Yeah. Like, if you're the manager and you can make those decisions, like, that's such a dangerous game for Detroit to be playing, you know? Because not that, obviously, not that Brad Osmus is going to do anything to harm players or anything like that. Um but there are so many personnel decisions that he could make that would just make the entire organization look foolish. Um, And, of course, that's kind of part of a long-term overhaul with that system, with Dombrowski being out, of course. Um, It'd just be interesting to see who the Tigers end up trying to pick for manager next year. Um, I I think, you know, I know, hey, they... Apparently, the the rumor was garden hire, wasn't it? Sure, I I think... Didn't that rumor come out this week that they were going to ditch him, ditch... Osmus for Garden Hire. Right, and I heard, I had heard from, uh, you know, I heard on Buster Olney's Baseball Tonight podcast that uh, this whole trend of brand new managers that haven't had any experience or anything like that, that could be falling by the wayside given the track records of, say, Matt Williams, Brad Osmus, all of those guys. Um, but. Yeah, but what's weird to me, and I don't think this is where your head was going, I'm not sure, but, you know, Osmus did fine last year. Right. Williams did fine last year. Um, is it too soon to be pulling the trigger on these coaches? Like, how yeah, long? I'd say so. How soon is too soon when you're talking about a manager? Like, Jeff Bannister right now with the Rangers, he's doing fantastic things, right? And, right. I mean, even if they tank out the rest of the year, which really hoping that doesn't happen. Yeah, they, just won, they just won 12 to 4, by the way. 12 to 4. 12 to 4. That's outstanding. Yes. Half price pizza tomorrow for everybody. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, even if they fall out of contention these next few weeks, he'll be back next year. Um, but, I mean, he'll he'll go the length of his contract. Like, it's, it's like a player. You know, you sign somebody to a really long contract and you don't give up on that player until maybe like the last year, maybe a year and a half left on the contract. With like Brad Osmus and, of course, Matt Williams, who's probably going to be fired at the end of this year, too, because of decisions that have plunk the nets um over the last couple of weeks that's just too soon you know a year and a half for a new manager yeah it's not enough time no and the tigers being an established team the nationals having been an established team they had that core there um again just too soon uh i don't you gotta i mean wash you know how how many years did it take for him to have a winning season right Right, yeah. nobody gave up on him. I think it was him. two seasons, and then oh nine, they had a winning record, but they didn't make the playoffs, and then, mm-hmm. you know, 10 happened. And I mean, you just got to give it time. Sure. I mean, look at Mike Matheny of the Cardinals, too. Um, you know, obviously they had the best record in baseball for a good majority of the year. Yeah. Um, right now they're fighting for their playoff lives right now, which is very, very surprising, but I that's not going to be reason enough for uh, Mosellock to fire him 
out of St. Louis or anything like that. And, uh, you know, Matheny did fine last year, was called into question during the playoffs. Um, but you got to give these new managers time. I mean, it's it's that old problem for kids coming out of college or coming out of high school looking for jobs. It's like, well, we need experience. Well, how am I going to get experience if I don't get hired on with you? I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> in Miami, they need to give Dan Jennings time, you know? You shut your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, th- so that's a weird situation yeah, too. They've already told him. He, well, I was gonna say <laughs> he so that knows he's going back to GM. In terms of change, season. right? They t- they had that conversation a couple of weeks ago where Dan Jennings is going to end up going back to the uh, GM chair after being the manager. So it just looks like the rest of the Miami front office was just like, I think we're going to take a vacation. Dan, take care of this, and we'll revisit it at the end of the year. Just such a messed up organization yeah, over there. Um, I would love to see. Uh, Oh, and, and another manager whose job is being pulled into question is Robin Ventura. Uh, two straight years of, I think, last place finishes, you know? I mean, yeah. the White Sox are, you know, slumping again, as it were. How long has he been the manager now? Uh, Four years? Yeah. But, I mean, I, you know, I I think maybe three. Three? Could be, yeah. Okay. Um, I know whatever is his first season, the White Sox opened here, like the first the first series. That's right. They faced, uh, they faced Colby. I remember that. that was the that was the opening game. So yeah, yeah it's been it's been about three years then. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess I guess with that amount of time, three years, that's pretty good. I think that's a pretty good summation for a manager to be like, I don't think you've got this team down. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it, it's not it's not exactly fair to him because he has players that haven't been performing. I mean, good God, Jeff Samarja. Well, and that's that's always a thing that you got to call into question when you're talking about whether you should hire or, you know, where you should fire a manager or keep him on, yeah. right? Because the Nationals, of course, Williams has had some problems with his game calling or whatnot, but uh, the Nationals have had players that have constantly struggled, you know, like bad first halves and everything like that. So it's uh, – you always got to look at the player performance. The Nationals are just hard to explain. It's like, why are they losing? Don't know. We don't. Uh, the bullpen sucks. You know, people. The other call, day, Strasburg had 13 strikeouts and Harper had two home runs, and, and they, they still, still lost. lost. Uh, and that is that's largely a product of their bullpen, which yeah. again, people call into question. Matt Williams, why did you go to this guy? Why did you go to this guy? Why didn't you do this? It's like if you look at the the collective ERA of the Nationals bullpen, it's above four. You know, and that's that's very very difficult to win games with if you're trying to hold a lead that's less than four. And your bullpen gives up four runs game. Do the we math. Had, we had that problem here. We did. Our bullpen was terrible. Yeah. It's like, like, why did you go to the bullpen? Because starter what was the, tired and yeah. I didn't have any other choice. And it's like, well, what, what the hell else am I going to do? Yeah. You know, it's the lesser of two evils. Um, so Can again, ruin you, one of my starters or bring in someone that sucks. Yeah. So it's it's very much a very much a lesser of two evils yeah. kind of thing when you're talking about uh, game management. For, uh, for a manager. Um, managers that did coach that you would love to see again. Like I see mean, Wash get on somewhere. He's a third base it coach. It was fun seeing you him coach third last night. It's real interesting, right? It's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of fun seeing him. It's weird seeing him in that Oakland green, though. Clap I actually on. forgot, and then they announced him. I was You're like, like huh? oh, man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot they promoted him to third base coach. Mm-hmm. They got uh, rid of that guy. I think Garden Hire deserves to be coached somewhere. I think so too. I think that's really weird that Garden Hire hasn't, like, wasn't considered for the yeah. Miami job. I think that's maybe he didn't want to go to Miami. That's true. I fire a manager. I wouldn't want to go there. Right. Um, the manager I would really love to see back in the game is Ozzy Gian. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Ozzy <laughs> Gian. 
Nobody had a more fun personality than that guy. I mean, absolutely. I know he said some super controversial things when he was in Miami, uh, you know, about Fidel Castro and saying that he loved Castro and loved everything that he did. That's things that you can't say in the United States. That's a bad thing to say. Um, <laughs> especially when you've got, when you're manager of a team with a giant Cuban population <laughs> as a fan base. You can't say, I love Fidel Castro. It's just, okay, you step to the back. Step to the back just a little bit. Just, shh, shh, take a seat. Um, but, you know, when he was managing the White Sox, I mean, the dude had personality. Yeah. Dude was larger than life. They won a World life. Series. Exactly. So, and he, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like he was fired from the White Sox. He left there. He was, he was traded. <laughs> Trading managers is something that needs to happen more, yeah. I think. That'd be great. Um, so, yeah, Ozzie Guillen would be a great manager, I, I think. I, I mean, just because I think he got an unfair shake. I'm not saying he was successful, but like Mike Redman, someone who should have been the coach all season this year. Yeah, that was weird, especially just, since they gave him a contract extension before yeah. the year started. <laughs> I, just, I think he deserves a second chance to manage just because yeah. it just wasn't fair what happened to him. No, definitely not. That's uh, that's That was kind of silly. The other one, um, this is bad because I can't remember his name. The one that uh, – the guy that had the Cubs before he, he used to be on the Padres um, – and then the Cubs, it's weird. The Cubs are having a great season, and people are saying, wow, it's the Cubs' magical year and all that stuff. But it's not like it didn't begin in controversy because they yeah. fired their previous coach yeah. just because they're like, oh, Joe Madden's here. Uh, he's sh- Joe Madden's available. He's See shinier it. and prettier, so right. um, you you get to go away, old coach. Uh, so I think he's he needs a, needs a chance to get in there too. Yeah. So uh, it seems like there's going to be a large amount of managerial openings coming at the end of this year, so... Probably. Yeah, uh, a lot of chance for people to, to get on board with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> uh, wrestling. Wrestling happened. Yeah, let's, My let's, God. let's move yeah, on to we gotta, Yeah, we got to go ahead and delve into the world of wrestling here. And uh, so we're still trying to – we're now into the fun little time of trying to find out who Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns' partner will be, who was spoiled by WWE itself last week, which looks like it's going to be Baron Corbin. I don't know because the Wyatts attacked Randy Orton for no reason this week on Raw. Yeah, it wasn't. And then no it makes reason. makes you think, hey, Orton's going to be their partner, but apparently that was just to write Orton off TV. See, I don't think it was because of no reason. Because yeah, I mean, they showed Orton talking to them. You know, I know, but it's like the whole thing was kind of just like okay, very random. Nowhere. Okay, I get what you're the saying. The whole situation was very random. Yes. Yeah. But apparently, it was to write Orton off of TV for a couple of weeks, three of course, weeks, four weeks, something like that. We got to do that with our face of the wwe he apparently doesn't want to be there as much as he (laughs) he wants the veteran deal where he doesn't have to show up every week that's awesome he wants the brock and sting and rock and taker deal where he can just show up whenever he wants he ain't there yet man he's not but i mean they're not doing anything with him yeah he's a (laughs) multi-time champion so if you're gonna yeah I i mean if you're gonna do that kind of deal with him uh make it because you're not using him right and you know that that would make more sense to me about why he doesn't want to be there because all the angles he's been in have been absolute crap. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just been one random feud after another with nothing behind it yeah. except for there's uh, no nothing at stake. There's no passion behind anything. There's it's nothing just like, at stake. Hey, go do this. Yeah, go fight Sheamus again. Go fight Sheamus for the ninetieth time. You yeah. Know? So uh, I would want to. I would want to go home too. Mm-hmm. It's like give me a deal where I can go home. Makes sense. And then when you have something interesting for me, call me. But the problem is. If you're going to do what he does for a living, like he's being hired, he is at the place where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, there's not like there's a 
I mean, you can say that there's better product out there, but quite honestly, WWE is where the money is. Yeah. Like, that's the pinnacle. For him, anyway. He's not going to make any what he's making, you know, anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, Unless like, he starts, like, acting or something, but, I mean, right. he's not one of these guys that was, like... That's what I meant. If he wants to, if he wants to stay wrestling, he's got to stay yeah, in WWE. because he's not one of these guys that was lower rung and, you know, making forty grand, And yeah. now a lot of those guys that were fired, they're making more money on the indie scene now. Sure. Like, he's not going to be one of those guys. He's, no. he's making the most money he can make where he's at. Mm-hmm. And I, but they're not going to, they're never going to let him walk. They're just going to give him what he wants. Well, he's got a 10-year contract. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess he can do whatever he wants because he's there for 10 years, I guess. That's, that's kind of the big thing. Well, he's um, one of Triple H's boys, too, so it's just like. Right. Which you would, which you would think maybe there should be something that he should do about that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that I guess, I guess it's still Corbin. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because they tried with the whole Jey Uso thing on SmackDown. Talk about random. <laughs> that was that <laughs> was more Lord. random than the Orton thing. Yeah. At least the Orton thing, they set it up with a vignette. Like, oh, Orton's talking to them. Wonder what that could be about. It's like you guys are idiots. But Jey Uso just coming out. It's like, okay, so he's not at the booth. He, uh, I guess he. Just got tired of sitting around. Yeah. Wanted to do oh, something. Oh, yeah, we have this guy. <laughs> yeah. Remember him? He had a brother who was his tag partner. So if you think about it, though, from his perspective, if you're suspending your disbelief for just a little bit, um, you saw what happened to Randy Orton on Raw after he tagged with Reigns and Ambrose. Yes. Why would you ever say, yeah, cool, man, I got you. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> And and not believe that something was going to happen to you. Um, yeah, so that's just <laughs> weird. And then, of course, so... The whole storyline is still so uh, yeah, uncarable. Anyone but you. And, like, well, for what? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand, really. I almost hope it's Baron Corbin, just because... And then Bear Gorbin turns on the <laughs> just so I just so we can just laugh at him like this. It actually happened. Yeah, I hope that was maybe like a a social media guy just. Messing with the fans, trolling trolling the internet wrestling community. (laughs) Um, What are we thinking of Braun Strowman in the second weekend? Uh, He hasn't really had a match. Well, yeah, yeah, he had the match against Ambrose. That whole hugging submission thing, that's weird as hell. Bear hug. Yeah. Why don't you use a headlock? It's like a a one-arm bear hug kind of thing, and apparently it puts him to sleep, which is, I don't think that's really how that works. Not a fan. No. But he's a tank. That's what you're going to do. Um, yeah. Charlotte is going for the Divas Championship tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Uh, in an attempt to bust the record. and You could go both ways with this. I know we talked about this last week, but you could go both ways with it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't... I, just, you still don't think... I don't know. I don't know what to think. What I never know what they're doing with the Divas anymore. There's some you sort had, of... You have so... You, they're like right here at, you know, breaking out into something entertaining mm-hmm. and then it just falls flat again yeah every time they get to that point with the divas not with the nxt girls because yeah. obviously good things are happening with those girls sure but when it's on raw and it's the divas they they start like each week they get better and better and then they it just get, dies for whatever reason well you're now in a in a situation where you're kind of oversaturating and kind of overexposing all those divas and they're not really special attractions anymore you know they're there all the time um and now it's gotten to the point you know how we were talking about with uh with reigns and ambrose just the fact that they keep drilling the you know you're my brother you're my only friend kind of thing and and stuff's supposed to happen well i i heard somewhere that like page is going to be turning on pcb and it's like 
Well, that would be way too soon to be pulling that. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, storyline-wise, but you're you're moving way too quickly with it yeah, is the thing. Just, they, that's what they do, though. They just move yeah. way too quickly with storylines. Yeah. Um, uh, Stardust is still a thing with uh, yeah. with with Neville. Yeah. Cosmic Wasteland thing. They're yeah. giving the Ascension something to do. Um, speaking of tag teams, we saw we saw uh, Los Matadores turn heel apparently <laughs> for beating up on Torito. But let's be honest, we all want to do that. So yeah, I know. <laughs> we like, all why think, are we booing? We that? all want to kick a midget in a bull bull it, costume around, right? It all just yes, Jeff. There was a midget <laughs> a, in a bull a costume. It's it was a thing. thing, and he got kicked around. Shoved a, shoved I to the swear ground. that was my favorite thing ever watching SummerSlam with my wife and Los Matadores came out and they had Torino with them and she just goes what is this <laughs> <laughs> it is a fair question anytime Torito ends up coming out <laughs> let's be honest here um, I don't know that's that's a weird situation because it kind of just looks like they were just being used as fodder for the Dudleys to put through a table gotta give yeah. them an excuse to put them through a table which is probably true but yeah, so I mean, they could go back to being faces next week. So like, oh, sorry, little bull, we didn't mean to. <laughs> Speaking of which, the Dudleys being back is so great. It is. It's it's kind of a nice. It's nice, but at the same time, it's like, man, I wish other tag teams would step up, or you know, somebody in the front office would push another tag team forward. Um, but it's really hard to because nobody else has that kind of like personality that yeah. the Dudleys do. You know. But I love the Dudleys New Day matchup. It's like they they oh, play so, so well great. off of each other. They do, and. You know, the Dudleys Even when Big E's trying to eat a kazoo on television. <laughs> it didn't work, but it needed to. Oh, my God, I needed to see him eat that kazoo so bad. I, I laughed forever at this tweet, and I, I guess the person doesn't really know a whole lot about what wrestling, but they just tweeted, flipped over the Raw, some dude's trying to eat a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a great angle. Yeah. Um, and again, those two have such dynamic those two teams have such dynamic personalities that it works so well yeah. um the Dudleys have come such a long way from Bubba Ray being the stuttering person and yeah. Devon slapping him in the head um which they tried to do with Enzo and Cass for a while yeah. remember that where the, the whole I'm gonna spell it out and Cass couldn't get it's it also out it's also fun to see them kind of go back to that because you know they were in aces and eights in TNA and Bubba was a great heel in TNA but like mm-hmm. he really there's nothing special about him he was just a yeah. bully. Yeah, like, I was gonna his say name the whole was bully Ray. The whole bully like, Ray was thing was really weird. Was like, okay, it's working. It's it's kind of cool. You're breaking out on your own and doing yeah. this thing by yourself. But and the whole uh, Reverend Devon like you better thing. as a Dudley boy. Yeah, the whole Reverend Devon thing where they were just trying to build off of his one one catchphrase testify. I do wish they would have stuck with that longer. Really, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, um, but it's good to see the Dudleys back. Yeah, is what it is. Um, Step up tag team division. You know. Right. That's that's what Get I'm on saying. Level. Like the guys that are in their 40s or well, late 30s are. Well, it's like know. The Rock. Yeah. You know, every time The Rock comes back, everyone's like, "Man, watch this guy. He does good things." And it's like, "Okay, we watched him, and you're right. That was great." It's like, but what? It's are you funny because people though? get mad. They're like, "Well, they're taking a spot away from someone else." It's like, no, no one else is stepping up. Yeah. Because like that when The Rock came back, like that was a big thing. Like With some anon- that, anonymous yeah. wrestler, like was talking to dirt sheets, and like uh-huh. we we hate when he comes back, and then. Because he takes a spot from someone else that maybe deserves it more, belongs there. And then Edge came out and said, uh, "If that guy's not on the spot, that means he didn't earn it, and he's not good enough to be there." Right. And that's I mean, and that's know, the same thing. Like maybe because like catch we want to, yeah, because we want to see Enzo and Cass up so bad. Yeah. You know, I'm not the biggest fans of them, but I think they would be so good on Raw. I do too. But 
maybe maybe you know someone else is like oh, they're not they're not they're not good enough to be up. Yeah, I don't know. When you've got Los Matadores, and that's like... And that's that, what I'm saying. Like, Can they be any worse than Los Matadores? No. Can they be any worse than the Lucha Dragons, who were called up, Yeah. and then <laughs> nothing's happening with them? Like, I would love to see them go up against New Day. I yeah. really do. Again, dynamic personalities. That's what usually works best on yeah. WWE. Imagine that. Uh, Apparently, there's there's some unseen footage from a random NXT show. It was like while they were still... It was, they were still in the same FCW building or whatever. Uh-huh. And Cena was there, and Cena was doing something in the ring, and then those two came out and just spit with Cena for, like, 20 minutes. Oh, they freestyled with him? No, they were oh. just, like, they were just going back and forth on the mic. Oh. And apparently it was awesome, and like, but no one's ever going to see it because it was just, like... It, oh, that it's, sucks. It's on tape, and, yeah. like, Cass and Enzo were, like, begging for him to release it, but, mm-hmm. like, apparently... Like, they went toe-to-toe with Cena for 20 minutes, and it was awesome. That's great. That's the kind of stuff we need, man. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that would that would draw, I feel. Um, Sting throwing the statue in the garbage. Um, that was weird. It, it was kind of a throwback to his old, like, you know, weird, kooky days it, it in was, TNA was, kind uh, of thing. Yeah, it was, it was way too borderline of Joker Sting. Right. And, and the <laughs> thing that I, I, don't, I don't enjoy this about about Sting is that with that makeup on and all that he's supposed to be the dark brooding yeah. mysterious kind of guy I wish, in, I wish with stuff like that with backstage vignette, vignettes uh-huh. he had no paint and the sunglasses yeah that Just, would be that'd be fine that's, that's I mean and especially you know if you're the wrestler yourself you're like man I gotta put on this stupid monkey costume yeah. for just a backstage vignette um that's how I always felt, though. <laughs> like I used to, I used to complain when somebody like I guess Wade Barrett would come out in like his full wrestling attire, elbow pads. He'd be all taped up, and he'd come out and say like thirty seconds of stuff, and then that'd be all you see of him for the rest yeah. of the show. You're like, wow, I would hate to be that guy that just comes out and does that. That annoys me. When right? People do that when they have their gear on, but they don't wrestle. Orton does it. Orton hasn't been. Oh, in street, all the time. He's he hasn't been in street clothes in years. It's like it's like burger all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to say his name. Sorry. It's like regret. <laughs> no, I, I gotta, I just, okay. Um, but no, it's, it, it's just weird. And then somebody came back with, well, I mean, he is being paid a whole lot of money to do it. And I'm like, is he though? Is yeah. he being paid that much to go ahead and lace up, like spend 15 minutes of time lacing up all the stuff for 30 seconds of airtime? I think there? one of my favorite things was the night Dolph returned before SummerSlam. And he, right. he he ran out and he was wearing like those tight jeans and his jean his sleeveless jean jacket with nothing on under it. Right. And someone was like, "Wait, so those are his street clothes? So he was just dressed like that all day?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Like he was just like they found him out there. And it's like, ah, oh, somebody make it a special. And WWE does it all the time. Mayo just we happen to find this guy in the back. They do that kind of thing. You know, it was like the Dudleys when they came back. Yeah. You know, it's like we're in our gear. Right. We just happened to show up in our gear and there was a match waiting for us. It's like, you're right. That happens a lot. My God. Uh, it's just, it's silly. It's silly. The whole programming and all that stuff is silly. Um, but I will say New Day is probably the most entertaining thing that we've, I'd say so. we all see. Um, the trombone. What the hell? I love the trombone. The trombone is fantastic, but what the hell, where the hell did it come from? I don't know. <laughs> just, and it's the fact those, that he plays it in the match. One of those talented Xavier Woods things. He plays it during the match and the New Day wrestles to the tune of the trombone yeah. and it's outstanding. 
dandy. And he plays taps when you know New Day's pinning somebody. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So entertaining. It's one of those one of those things of the mind of the genius mind of Xavier, Xavier Woods. Woods. You know, he's going for his PhD. Like yeah. he's a smart guy. Like he, pr- he, he probably just knows how to play trombone. He's like, hey, can I bring my trombone today? You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You guys are over. <clears throat> do what you want. Right. Um, and it's not like he he doesn't wrestle a whole lot. He, no. he had the he was in the six man on SmackDown, I guess it was. Yeah, that was the first time I'd seen him in the ring in like what two months, yeah. something like that. So very, very talented guy, very talented group that uh, I enjoy seeing. Um, they are the best thing on, I think WWE programming. I think so too. Overall, mm-hmm. I think so too. And uh, the whole, I am now officially completely and fully tired of the. Lena, Summer Rae, Dolph Ziggler, Rusev yeah, thing. I'm not even enjoying Rusev yeah. anymore. Yeah, I, I told um, you, you'd, you'd come over. Yeah, yeah, you're you'd, right. You'd I did. grow tired <clears> of <throat> it, too. I mean, they just shot it in the foot with the whole Summer Rae going into Dolph's locker room kind of thing. Yeah. And now they keep talking about his... Now Lana's injured. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of... Good job picking her up in fantasy. By <laughs> I that. picked that was her up great. she's injured. That was awesome. I dropped her. It's fine. <laughs> um, I wasn't getting any points out of that <laughs> slot anyway. It's no fine. Kidding. Uh, but now they can't stop having Summer talk about his glistening yeah, it's body weird. and all that stuff. So now do they fight over Summer Ray? And she kind of gets that <laughs> Bubba Ray look after the tables thing in her eyes when she's talking about it. And it's like, uh, all right, this is <laughs> weird. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. And we're we're about to get uh, Ryback versus Kevin Owens. That'll be weird. I think I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. I'm just I don't know what they're gonna do together. Yeah, I, I'd be Ryback can't wrestle, and Owens can. Yeah. And I don't know how Owens is going to do what he does with Ryback. Well, I mean, CM Punk was able to pull out a, a halfway decent yeah, match. Of course, he got himself injured with it, but, yeah. you know, it's... Um, Multiple times. Yeah, Kevin Owens seems like he's a little bit harder to injure and all that stuff, yeah. so... Um, Even if he were, he wouldn't tell you, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. He'll end up being the next CM Punk story is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I I guess that's all I got to talk yeah. about. Well, man. next NXT TakeOver. Did you see the main? Oh, it's a 30-minute Iron Man match. Iron Woman match. Whatever. Let's. Yeah, Ladies whatever. are main eventing. That's too many syllables. But yeah, Iron Man match. Iron That's Man outstanding. Match. So excited. And the, That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you follow uh, Sasha Banks on uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey on Twitter, but they they have some of the best uh, back and forths that I've ever seen. And now they've taken to photoshopping themselves onto Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels' <laughs> body, saying that they're going to be like that. And uh, it's like the Hart boss kid. Against the the hug man Bailey, <laughs> I, oh, it's so fantastic! Oh, it's funny. Uh, it's it's really good stuff. If you, uh, it's like WWE Sasha Banks and it's Bailey. That's her. That's her Twitter. Is it's Bailey? It's Bailey. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to see that match for sure. Uh, it'll be great. Should be good. Yeah, you'd hope so. They got they got a they got a big thing to out out wrestle themselves for the last. Mm-hmm, what am definitely. I saying? I'm having a brain fart. It's okay. They got a. They, it's they been got a long a, podcast. We're almost done. Yeah, <laughs> they got a. They set a huge bar last time. Yes, they did. Or a high bar, whatever yeah. the term is. Yeah, yeah sure. No, gotta, that's right. Got to reach it again. Yeah, and I think they will. I think they're capable of it. Mm-hmm. I do too. Wonder if they go to a draw and then Probably. they have to do the whole I'll Shawn Michaels Bret Hart thing again. Somebody was saying it'd be awesome if uh, if Sasha Banks like came down on a zip line. <laughs> that's <laughs> never going to happen again, though. Is in full sale. Yeah, she could do it full sale. Hell yeah, that'd be great. It would be great. Is it going to be in full sale? I thought it was. They're it, doing it, the touring. Gig I don't know. Thing. All I, right, I don't know. I didn't watch NXT. I just saw the tweets about oh, it. Oh yeah, so. that'd be good. All right, guys. I uh, if there's nothing else, Danny, do you do you got anything else to follow up with on this? I don't think uh, so. I'm trying to wise. see if what the because right when we sat down, the Astros tied the Angels. 
Yeah. I'm trying to see what the uh, again we are keep continuing the with the really tight uh, tight AL West yeah. race there um, because if the Astros lose, then it's our Rangers half game are a half game back. Yep. And I'm trying to see the score. And you can't. Can't. Um, Houston won five to three. Of course it did. Because why did. not? Yeah. That Houston devil matter. magic, as it were. I'm t- I, I was telling you before we I went know. on. You said they're done. They're done, man. I don't know. We'll they, see. This this entire week should be huge. They this the next three weeks. Like, yep. They're not going to last. Okay. I'm not going to say the Rangers walk out the next four. Yeah. In first place. Yeah. But they will be first place at some point in that series, I think. Do you think it's going to come down to the Rangers and the Angels on those last four games? I think so. Fighting for the division yeah, lead. I think so. <sighs> Man, that's a long, that's a, ooh, that's going to be dramatic. Very excited about I'm that. Because I'm a, because me and the wife are going to Houston to see the Rangers in Houston. Wow. In that last series. Lucky. And I think, I think it's going to be Angels Rangers by then. Okay. You heard it here first, guys. Danny thinks it's that Houston's going to be out of the race by next week. <laughs> or they're going to be fighting. They're fighting for their spot. Yeah. But I think okay, it's going to come down to Angels-Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think the Rangers will be in first place by the end of this four-game series. So It's not a, it's that. It's Absolutely not a bold prediction, man. Yeah. It's very, very possible. My predictions are always bold. Shut up. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that wasn't a knock on you. It's Thank just you. like <laughs> I was telling you how possible it is. Thank you. All right, guys, so next week, I mean, we'll have recapped, I guess, Monday Night Football. We'll see if the Rangers have, in fact, actually taken over first place in the yeah, West. We'll see if Dallas has hung itself, depending on how the Cowboys do tonight. Yeah, no kidding. Because it's chicken little around here when they yeah. lose, yeah. or when any team loses, to be honest. I was going to say, that's usually how it goes. Okay. So, All right, guys, so uh, up until next week, again, follow us on Twitter at MVP Next Wave. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. We are the most valuable podcast, MVP. And, of course, follow along all the great podcasts on the Next Wave Radio Network. So until next week, Danny. Year of the Ram. What, 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 We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap-up show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's f***ing gold.